You're under arrest. Not today. I was hoping you'd say that. That's right. It's Wednesday. And you know what that means. Midweek Wacky Wednesday Winks. There's fighting and violence and hopelessness in the world. You don't know where you can go. But I'm here to tell you that that isn't so. Here is a brand new show. When there is something inside makes you afraid, then there is something to do. Just challenge some guy to a game, Tiddly Winks. And you find the courage in you. Because there is nothing that's greater than bonus midweek Wednesday. Tiddly Winks with Strangers. And how? Welcome to Tiddly Winks with Strangers. As it is always, I'm your host, Jason Herb. Now, I know what you're saying to yourself. Holy Christ, I still got sleep in my eyes. I'm trying to watch Good Morning America, the fucking Today Show with Matt Lauer, Me Too, and Bitches. No, you're not. You're going to start your day with a nice, fresh, surprise winks in your life. You never saw it coming. Most of America's waking up right now, and you're going to want to put your earbuds in and hit play on a special surprise midweek Wednesday winks to get you through your hump day. I'm so excited for you that this could be in your life right now. A tiddly winks with strangers on a wacky Wednesday. Like I said, you never know when they're coming. They're just going to drop. They're going to end up in your lap. You're going to pick it up. You're going to say, holy fuck. Just when I blinked, it's a surprise winks. Now, of course, we're going to have our normal Friday show as well on the winks. But you know how we like to sprinkle these little surprises in there. So instead of pouring a bowl of cereal, pour yourself a bowl of winks and put some cold milk all over them bitches and listen as you settle in. Fair winks. You can listen to Tilly Wings with Strangers on Overcast, iTunes, Google Play, and Pocket Cast. Wherever you listen to casts, Wings will be there. Also, email TiddlyWingsWithStrangers at gmail.com. Comments, questions, topics, anything you want to say to the Wings, you say. Find us on Snapchat at Wings Nose, baby. <laughs> oh, God. What else? For two ninety nine a month, unlock all the wink secrets, baby. Get a free T-shirt. <laughs> oh God, with the wink's mascot on it, that says the wink's got you in its teeth. Whatever the fuck it is, get an inside track on all the wink's jokes. For four ninety nine a month, find out if I'm serious about all this or not. 
And for 401, local celebrity Billy the Beard will record your outgoing voicemail for you. That's the Winx Premium subscription service. We're doing my life. Now, usually on a typical Winx, we're going to have our panel of guests. We're probably going to have a round table with uh, the Condor and Billy the Beard. And probably fucked up phone calls of Barry is what you expect to find on your typical Friday Wings. But this, like I said, is not a typical Friday Wings. This is a midweek surprise Wednesday Wings. And it's uh, early morn hours. While the world's asleep, my mental illness keeps me up recording Wingses for you. So, you know, it's just going to be me tonight. Going to be a little good winks. Going to be a little good winks. Uh, you know, getting back to the winks roots. You know, the winks starts with, started with me. Uh, the winks continues with me. And, you know, we're going to have surprises along the way. You know, get back to your roots. Oh, my God. It's such a, such a delight for a Wednesday. Wake up, you have your breakfast, you having some sweet buttery flapjacks, and you're listening to me, I'm going to be telling some stories from, uh, you know, when I was a younger man, and uh, then we'll tuck you in, send you on your way, whether you're going to school, work, what the fuck have you, Winks got you in the morning, darling. So stupid. You're not stupid, Sam. Love is never stupid. Lots of people can relate to stories about your uh, ten years in school, whether it's pre-K, kindergarten, elementary school, middle school, high school, college. You know, everybody's got a, a school story that you can relate to. Now, when this herb was a younger man, I uh, started out pretty rough in my, my school career. Preschool, terrible child. I remember, I can recall a time when I was angry at the teacher. I can't even remember why now. But, uh, way too old. Way too old to be shit in my pants. But not too old to, sh to not shit them out of spite. I remember sitting around and finger painting with sh shaving cream. Always be clean. Shave every day and you'll always be clean. Spreading it around on construction paper. I believe it was a time similar to now. Early December, making Christmas crafts. For some reason, the teacher did something I didn't like. And I shook and balled my fists up and pushed with all my might as a force of poopy came flying out of me. Oh, that teacher was so mad. I just remember her dragging me into the bathroom, cursing. I'm gonna call your mother. I can't believe this crap. I shouldn't have to be cleaning up poop at your age. What's wrong with you? And I laughed and laughed as my ass was wiped. Ah ha 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 ha. 
And that was just the start of my reign of terror. It began with a bitch named Lindsay who wanted the seesaw when I was riding it. No, you're not getting the fucking seesaw. I'm fucking riding it. But the kid I was riding it with, Jeffrey, was like, Oh, Lindsay, you can take my spot on the fucking seesaw. Oh, my God. No, she fucking can't. Jeffrey, where are you going? Lindsay sits on the seesaw. As I'm up in the air, she pulls the old, I'm getting off the seesaw now. As I come crashing down to the earth, the rage bubbles up inside of me as I smash my head on the concrete. Ugh, how could you do this to me? I promptly went after her. Once again, the teacher had to separate me. (laughs) Oh, such trouble I gave in preschool. That was just the start of my career of fighting girls. A la Andy Kaufman. (laughs) Flash forward to a fifth grade Jason. Swinging on the swing. Happy as a fucking clam. I'm swinging. It's fucking recess. I'm having a great fucking time. Here comes Fat Amanda watling up to me. Oh my god, Fat Amanda. What are you doing? It's my turn on the swing. I want to swing. You've been on the swing long enough. I'll tell you when I'm fucking done swinging, bitch. God. So she just stood there in front of the swing. (laughs) Thinking I'm going to get off. Now you're just asking for it. This young asshole Jason cocked back on the swing. And came forward feet first. Kicked her in the crotch. That was done. Oh, she dropped like a sack of potatoes. Well, the aide saw this and dragged us into the principal's office. We were in deep shit, me more so than her. She had been standing there taunting, I should say, before I initiated the kick. But, uh, you know, parents were called. Apologies were forced out of me. I feel bad about it. I shouldn't have took it that far. I took things far all the time. I had a difficult time coping as a child. Another time, fourth grade, I made fun of Kira. I can't even remember why now. Probably just because I was me. Oh, she squeezed my nose until it bled. I had my fair share of fighting boys and men as well. But I never loved to scuff up as much as I did getting these girls. (laughs) Oh, my underlying mental illness. (laughs) Lunch. Whatever. I was a really difficult child, you can tell this brings up one more story we're we're working backwards I guess third grade some other girl I forget her name I don't know what the fuck she was doing I can't half the time I don't even remember why I was mad why retaliate if you're mad bud what are you upset about chief 
But all I know is my revenge came in the form of yanking her winter hat off her head and flushing it down the motherfucking toilet. Mm. Toilet wouldn't take the hat. Toilet rejected the hat. Toilet sucked the hat halfway down, got stuck in the toilet. Water flowed everywhere. I ran the fuck out of there, hid in the library. Went to class like nothing was wrong. Walked by on a reconnaissance mission. Asked to go to the bathroom. Walked by. Janitor was there. Oh, so mad. Trying to fix it. They ended up having to call in outside plumbers to, like, fix this clog from the head. Man, that, that got traced back to me real quick. Oh, God, I got in so much trouble for that one. So much. I think I even had to stay home. A suspension in third grade, if you will, for a few days. My dad was furious. Mm, Jason's bad behavior. But, you know, it's a little story of uh, my tumultuous childhood. <sighs> Fighting with girls like Andy Kaufman. I'm going to talk about my fights with boys, which were, as you can imagine, much more epic. <laughs> On another cast. But you know, all, all of my anxieties and troubles can be traced back to the time they thought I was a genius. What? Hold up! That's right. After preschool, I believe I was four, something around then. They took me to Bluebell Elementary School, where I endured a series of tests put, put forth to me by the principal and the guidance counselor to determine by my intellectual abilities, my functioning abilities, I, I don't fucking know. I remember there was blocks involved, lots of questions, my father was there. I think it was pretty much an entrance, entrance exam. And they determined at the end of it that I should start kindergarten early. That I was a genius. <laughs> Put him in. Let him start, they said. Following fall, I started. It was promptly a shit show. My anxieties got the best of me. My days were spent crumpled under my desk, rocking back and forth, and or hiding in the coat closet. I wasn't able to keep up with the rest of the children. Turns out, I wasn't a genius. <laughs> My motor skills weren't developed. Some say they still aren't. I'm a walking disability. Hashtag, so forlorn. Man, I just couldn't do anything they were doing. I got sent home a lot. It was bad. They said, oopsies. Kept me home the rest of that, uh, the rest of that year. Started back the following year in a brand new kindergarten class. Very pumped to be there. Oh yeah, I got it this time. Kindergarten is going to be sweet. Get in the classroom, looking at all the kids, you know. I remember we had lots of breaks. 
I remember like climbing on monkey bars, playing Ghostbusters on the monkey bars with some of the kids. I have vivid memories of that. Even inside, we had breaks. We had like a little sandbox, sand station with like a, a toy crane in it. Pick up the sand in a crane. Lots of cups. Build a sand castle. Like it was a whole long table of sand and water. That was fun. I remember we sat at tables instead of desks. That was cool. The best part was this kindergarten was only half day. I only had to come for half the day. Then I chill at home the rest of the time. Fucking sweet. Sat at this table with another kid. He looks at me. He goes, "Hey, what's your name?" I said Jason. He goes, "My name, my name's Jason too." Said, oh, it's fucking awesome. He had a number two yellow pencil. You know the type. He had it sticking straight up towards the ceiling. He said to me, "This pencil's a rocket ship." He made the pencil take off, complete with sound effects. <sighs> Pencils soaring around my head, and it was at this point I looked around the room. There was a little girl in there lifting her shirt up, just poking her nip. This kid's flying around a number two pencil. Some other kid's got a piece of crinkly paper that he's just holding up to his ear, crinkling and uncrinkling. Looked back at the sandbox. Looked down at me. Realized, holy shit, I'm in the slow kids' kindergarten. I said, no, how could this be? Damn you, it was Earth all along. Fucking hey, dude, my parents had betrayed me. Not only was I not a genius... Now I've been held back a year, and I'm in sped kindergarten. Fuck. That's why it was so fun. That's why we had so much free time. That's why a number two pencil could be a rocket ship. I knew I didn't belong. They didn't know what to do with me. I only had to endure it for half the year. And then I was moved into full-time, all-day, mainstream kindergarten. Made it through fine. They just started me too early. And then overcorrected by putting me with the speds. The rest of my school tenure evened out after that. But that could explain my fighting tendencies. With girls and boys alike. Ugh. Christ. The wings. But, uh... It was fucking rough, dude. By the time I got to high school, though, everything was just fine. I fucking loved high school. I had a great time. Some of the best years I had. Except for 11th grade. What'd you flack? Oh, fancy seeing you here, Walker. We need to talk, Mandel. Alone. You got no secrets from them. What you want to talk about? How about your connection to Silver Ridge Oil? Do a lot of consulting. 
Did you consult them to take out a lease on reservation land? Goal for pop. And so when I was in 11th grade, I we had to pick, uh, I think at least two periods, we had to pick electives. Um, you know, I picked random electives at will. Someone said to me, Herb, look in the coast? Said, always, Charlie. So why don't you take chorus or something like that? Something where it's like, you just kind of stand around lip syncing. Get credit for it. It's chorus. Yes, I'll take chorus. Well, signed up, started the chorus class. Ended up being a crazy semester. Fucking A. It was a hodgepodge of kids in there. Some of them genuinely wanted to be choral stars. Some of them were in the same boat as me, and they're like, I'm just going to take a fucking course real quick. <sighs> it was the first year teaching for this new choir director. I forget what his fucking name was, but he was fucking wild looking, dude. He had the horseshoe balding pattern with a wisp of hair in the center that just kind of always stuck up. Crazy fucking looking dude. He had like the pedophile uh, prescription glasses on. You know what I mean. And he had a perpetual three o'clock shadow. Always wore a short sleeve button up shirt with a tie like Sipowitz. And he was real thin. And he fucking loved music. And he didn't make any qualms about it. He was only there for one thing and one thing only. To find, make stars, put on a great chorus show. I said, wait, we're putting on concerts? <laughs> I should have seen this coming. When you sign up for chorus, of course there's going to be concerts. Especially like before, around this time of year. When people want to see the Christmas songs. When we did like, there was a Christmas one and... Uh, maybe one before that in the fall. I don't fucking know. The point is that I started to think I was a little bit in over my head. And this guy, no leeway with him. If you ain't talking music, you ain't talking. The very first day of class, he called everybody up one at a time. And in front of the entire class, we had to go up the octave with him or whatever on his little on his fucking piano and he would start with like a low note on the piano bomb and you had to match it ah he'd go up bum ah bum ah bum ah you know the rest and he wanted to see where your uh where your range bottomed out at why do we have to do it in front of everybody? God, so here I am, like, motherfucker, dreading it. And he would classify you, oh, you're a bass, you're a tenor, you're an alto, you're a soprano, whatever the fuck it is. So he could separate us into our respective singing groups. Well, it was my turn to go down there. I stand next to his fucking piano, and he starts with his fucking notes. Lo and behold, and surprised to me and everybody else in there, I'm keeping up with the old fucking codger. 
all the way up to the top of the scale. Now, back then, this was a fresh-faced, young, 17-year-old Jason. No cigarettes ruined this voice yet. I didn't know I could make those sounds. He was in, he was thrilled. He was thrilled. You're my lead tenor. You're one of the ones in the front. Like, what the fuck? Me and like four other dudes. Oh, I didn't, I'm not trying to do all this. Why didn't I throw it? Why did I sing so well? I didn't think I, I didn't think I knew I was going to be singing that well. And I still do. I mean, you hear the theme song, The Tilly Winks with Strangers. You're like, God, it's angelic. God, I can't wait to listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> you hear the flicks. You're like, oh, man, this guy, the notes he's hitting. Whatever. So, twice a week, I think the class was, he worked us hard. And he's bugging out. Like, the, the time of our first first concert, he had, like, two songs i think picked out that were going to be like the centerpiece of his like little magnificent concert he was going to put on for friends and family family and fill the school auditorium and he's like these songs have to be fucking perfect we're we're gonna practice all the time if this is a joke to you you shouldn't have signed up for chorus what's with all the snickery <laughs> like man what the fuck Damn, this guy loves music he's working us hard to the bone to the bone but uh so, I mean, he's like, you, Herb, you got to stand up front. You got you to gotta get your perfect little tenor going. You're going to sing the solo. What? F fucking A. Then he's going on this tirade. My 90-year-old mother will be in the front row, front and center. All she lives for is to see her son direct a choral concert. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I feel I feel like this guy lived with his mother at the time too. <laughs> and like he's like, You're gonna be so proud of me, mommy. I'm gonna put on this amazing concert. You'll see. The children respect me. They'll sing. And he brought that up often. You're gonna you're gonna have to impress my mother. You're gonna put on a good show for my mother. <laughs> like nobody else fucking mattered. It's like, oh fuck. So the first concert, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm wearing, we're all wearing like white shirts and black ties and black pants, and we're standing on rafters. You know, you know the fucking drill. You've seen one choral concert, you've seen them all. Motherfucking shit. <sighs> He's got his two songs. These are the two centerpieces of the show. I don't care if you fuck up the other ones. You're gonna sing these ones, right, boys? Girls too. So like. He said, Herb, you're starting it off. You sing your solo and the rest of them will join in. I step up to the mic. I see his 90-year-old mother sitting front and fucking center in her goddamn Sunday best. I'm like, oh my God, there she is. I look her square in the eye. And I start. Desperado. You have been out riding fences in the sun. And whatever the fuck it is. The Eagles, you know? I don't even remember the fucking, the fucking words. That was my fucking part. He wanted us to sing Desperado. And then everybody joins in behind me like, Oh, his fucking mommy's going to be proud of him now. 
I feel like this guy doesn't have much, so I'm going to give him Desperado. <laughs> give him my fucking all. Oh, he was happy. Whatever. I forget what the other song was. God, it was so long ago, but it's fucking hilarious. The time in my life I was a choral star. Then I got through... I got through the other concert, like the winter concert, too. I think there's this one was the fall one and then the winter one... I don't think I had any like major standout parts in the in the winter one. Not like it was that one that one time. <laughs> oh my god, this guy. Comb comb that wisp of hair. He can't. And then just as quick as he came, he was gone. He was only there for one glorious year in the year two thousand. I don't know if he got fired, I don't know if he quit i don't know if he moved on to another school to make other stars out of the young children there <laughs> but thank you chorus teacher for bringing out the best in a crazy child just said you would. No, I said would it make you happy. That's not fair. Well, no one said life was fair. Well, you know, time to probably uh, pack up the Winx in its little suitcase again as we do. It's another Winx in the cup. Another successful wacky Wednesday Winx in your life early in the morning. It's what the crazy people do. But I mean, it, it, you're stoked. It's like Christmas morn. You wake up, you look in your stocking, there's a fucking winks in there. When you thought you had to wait till Friday. You're welcome. Overcast, Pocket Cast, iTunes, Google Play. Please subscribe, leave a review wherever you listen if you'd like to. Email tiddlywinksofstrangers at gmail.com. Snapchat Winks knows, baby. Whatever the fuck else it is. Winks. Whatever. Whatever. You know what it is by now. Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you for supporting the Winks podcast week after week. We're in the top 5,000, baby. <laughs> Almost on that leaderboard. Join us for our Friday wings, our normal, normally scheduled Friday wings. We'll have our panel back featuring Billy the Beard and the Condor. Possibly fucked up phone calls with Barry, Ching. You have to wait and see. That's Friday's. At whatever the fuck time I say. Tilly Wings with Strangers is a proud partner with Tiddly Winks, entertaining children since 1846. 
Actually, we'll probably get sued by Tiddlywinks. Don't tell them. Why is it called this? I'll never know. But, uh... Thank you for joining me on this Wacky Wednesday hump day. Hope I get you through the middle of your week. Hope you can power through till Friday so you can ease on into the weekend with a brand new Winks in your life. As we always say, see you next time. And ugh, what am I doing with my life? You'll be out of danger of fucking tiddly wings with strangers. Probably not, butthole. Play. Hick. Flick.